Arizona's Desert Diaries. Hello, Arizona calling, and this week a shocking moment in the chair of a local opticians. He's called Dr. Randy. It's his real name. I absolutely love it. It's unbelievably been a whole year. Where has the time gone? Since we all last got our eyes tested. So I filled in another 97 pages of insurance details, paid the copay or deductible or whatever the heck it's called. It's our bit of the cost. The insurance coughs up the rest and settled down to read increasingly smaller letters off a chart. You know the drill. Imagine, though, my horror when a couple of moments in, a few click-click-clicks of those lenses that they were around in those funny sort of night vision goggle things they put you in, I started reading the letters. A. D. F. Z. B. (laughs) No! As soon as that sound came out of my mouth, I thought, Zed, Zed, it's Zed. What have I just said Z for? Who am I? Ruddy Z? I mean, all this was going on as I silently screamed because Dr. Randy, of course, didn't flinch at all. (laughs) Z. It may seem unbelievable that in two short years, the language patterns of the last more than 47 years can be completely undone. But there you are. I remember telling you absolutely ages ago about how weird it is now to say process. Just that word. Saying that word to you now, as I'm alone here in my little booth in my house, feels normal. When you are in a meeting full of Americans saying process, oh, it feels really strange to say process. It feels really bizarre. And saying things like, What route are you going to take when everyone's on about the route? (laughs) Just again, feels weird in my mouth. When I say data, what data have you got on that? What data do we have? Uh, It also feels a little strange. I guess this is the slow creep of linguistic immersion. Although, mark the date. I am putting on record today that I can never... Imagine a time when tomato is something I will say, okay? But I mean, good grief, who knows? Huh? You know, it's little moments like that, that however mundane your day is, however routine the tasks at hand, you find yourself saying, huh, life is, while still a lot the same, Sometimes so, so different. This week, the scorpion guy came over. I mean, in itself, not something that ever happened to me in Manchester. And as you know, it has been a very scorpiony year here in the valley. Loads of them still rummaging around looking terrifying. And we got a call that he was dropping by to spray. Whatever it is that they spray to stop scorpions marauding through your property. It only semi-works, put it that way. Hi, he said when he showed up. I'm Craig. I'm sorry, who? What? Hello. He then showed me his card. Oh, Craig. I said, Craig, nice to meet you. Yep, I'm Craig. I mean, for me, you can file Craig under Graham, as I found a lot of people pronounce Graham. And don't even get me started on aluminium. That's the name of the foil stuff you wrap your Sunday roast in. Aluminum? What's that? Caramel? 
What's that? You want caramel on your ice cream? It's caramel. I can clearly see the second day as it's written in the board behind the ice cream counter. There is definitely an anti-vowel tendency amongst a lot of American pronunciations. But you know what? I kind of love it. (laughs) It's fun to notice those differences. And let's not forget... I am the one who talks funny here, okay? I'm casting no aspersions on any other accents. Another moment of, huh, came when Pedro popped over this week to trim our palm trees. Not a euphemism, I have to point out. Because when you have palm trees in your garden, we've got two, you actually need to get them trimmed each year. And there's kind of a pulley rope system that a lot of landscapers use, as they're called here, or they shimmy up. Sometimes there's a ladder. There's various ways to get up that tree, but you need to get them trimmed because any dead or dying fronds, which are actually massive close up, you know, you have to realise these are big branches. They can be really dangerous to people or property if they decide to fly off in a storm. But imagine, I now live in a place where I need someone to come and trim my palm trees. I mean, it's another sentence I could never imagine saying out loud. There are just so many things now that seem normal to me that I used to find extraordinary. I was reminded, though, of one today when I popped to Walmart to go and get some soy milk, a new coffee maker. Mm, Big of a disastrous morning. Small child coffee maker, glass pot. I need to say no more. There was a lot of mopping up to do. But I had to get those things. Also, some socks, some silicon sealant and a new camping chair for the RV. Because you can get all of those things in one shop, of course, here in the States. And as I pulled into the parking space and got out of the car... I noticed that both cars either side of me had their engines running, but there was no one inside those cars. And I remember when I first moved here, I thought, oh no, someone's made a massive mistake. They've got one of those key fobs you leave in your pocket. You can just walk out the car and it locks it, but they've left the engine running. Oh no, they're going to be furious when they get back. But now I realise that people actively do that when they go into the shops in the summer. Because in the heat we're still experiencing here in Phoenix at the end of August, if you don't leave your engine running and therefore your air conditioning on, within even a few minutes you're essentially getting back into an oven. And good luck with touching that steering wheel. Now, it's not something I ever do, so I do spend many days, ow, ow, as I'm trying to drive off. It does, to me, feel a bit wrong to leave a car with the engine running, but I do see it on a regular basis, that's for sure. The teenager's been off school this week with a bit of a nasty cough, which, as you can imagine, set off all kinds of alarm bells at the school. But I'm very pleased to report that every child who's been off sick has tested negatively for COVID. Vaccines for the over 12s have been an option here in Arizona and, in fact, the whole of the USA for several months now. And Lila actually got her jab back in May, as did most of her friends. But as I've mentioned before, the vaccine, COVID, masks, I mean, they're all such political hot potatoes here. And I always feel like I have to tread super carefully when discussing the subject with other parents at the school gates, especially in a state like Arizona. And especially as one parent said to me at school, they wouldn't be vaccinating their daughter. They didn't agree with it. Oh, okay, I said, right, without any other comment than that. But I said, oh, Lila had hers a few months ago. Well, come back to me when she's grown a third arm, said that parent. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I've got a short but sweet Desert Diaries for you this week because I've actually been working really, really hard on something that I can't quite share with you yet. But 
I'm desperate to tell you about it. And I will be able to give you a bit more information next week. In short, a few months ago, by means that I won't go into right now, I met someone. And by met someone, I mean I was introduced to someone over the internet and I started talking to them online. And then I started having video calls with them online. And it's been a long time now, but I still don't know this person's real name. I still don't know where they live. What I do know is the things this person has told me they have done. Well, it's blown my mind. It's often made me really angry. It's made me anxious. This person has definitely frightened me a few times and made me cry. Despite talking to them for about 50 hours now, I still don't really know how I feel about them or what they do. But the good news is I've recorded all of our conversations and you're going to be able to hear them. Although, I'll be honest, if you listen, you will learn things that perhaps you wish you hadn't. More next week, I promise. Until then. I'll see you in the desert.